Avast ye landlubbers, this here be the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This be an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. This be the first thoughts episode where we give our first thoughts of the amazing Once Upon a Time episode we just be a-watching. Well, I was watching with me good eye, so I'll do the best I can. And now we be sailing for Once Upon a Time treasure, so climb aboard. Here is our captain and first mate of the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. Captain, permission to come aboard? Permission granted. Bring some tea or something with caffeine to keep us awake. Chamomile tea, soy milk, yes. lots of stevia. Right. <laughs> That's a different show. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. First thoughts mm-hmm. of the episode, Snow Drifts. Yes. And this episode was written by David H. Goodman. Okay. And Robert Hull. Okay. Thank you for that, yes. gentlemen. Yeah. And this is podcast episode number 227. Mm-hmm. And the show notes can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 227. So, I know that both episodes are being shown basically together. Right. But for the sake of some folks, I don't want to do just this two, three hour right. <laughs> extravaganza. So, we're only going to be discussing snow drifts here. Right. We will do another first thoughts for There's No Place Like Home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we see you mentioned that there was a house that looked like. Jefferson's, or at least yeah, nearby. It looked very Jefferson's similar to Jefferson's, house. and I'm betting money it's in the same neighborhood. And we see. <clears throat> if it th- wasn't actually Jefferson's, because it looked like a slightly different angle of Jefferson's house. We've been to Jefferson's house. Yes. Yep. The real one yes. in Vancouver. And yep. so it looked very much to me like it was. I'd have to look at it again, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same house. There were a lot of callbacks as we kind of go through mm-hmm. actually both episodes, but the first one, especially to me. There's a lot of callbacks to other things, other parts of the series, and that kind of a thing. Right. But this group of children reminded me of, and I know we, we saw the Lost Boys, but they it reminded me of that. Obviously, in a group home, these are children that are left. Right. We see a scene of one of the children being adopted. Yes. With... Which I thought was really cute—a Mickey Mouse doll. Yes, very cute, mm-hmm. and a nice little nod to the parent company. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I do think that you know, just the the stuffed animal, the mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse, and, and and all that. It really was kind of a, a tender moment. But yeah. I have to tell you that the child that played young Emma was spot on. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! Not only did she look. Almost similar, almost very the much same, like her, yeah. But just her mannerisms, her mannerisms yeah. were so there. Yeah. It was incredible, yeah, yeah. incredible to watch. Good so, casting. Yes, yes. But we've known that all along about mm-hmm. the show. I mean, brilliant casting. So, but so yeah, it was really good. It was very, very, very heart, um, you know, heart tugging mm-hmm. scene, especially on Mother's Day. True. Yeah, I, I. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. So, you know, we discussed it a lot of times in the main show that we recorded yesterday. But I do want to say kind of once and for all year, well, maybe happy <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the moms that listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. And um, if my mom or your mom's listening, hello, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. So you're right, though. This was a very tender and, and heart-tugging moment because mm-hmm. this is Mother's Day. It's Mother's and Day. Some and, of, yeah, and some of the children... Well, she's clearly the oldest one there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was the oldest child there. Yeah. You know, and it was really kind of sad to have the the person running the, uh, the orphanage say, you know, don't worry, Emma, you will find your, your home. You'll find your family. I mean, it was, um, was kind of sad because we all know how that ends up, actually. Right. Well, and Emma, this was years later after August left her. 
Right. And it looks like it's a totally different home, too, by the way. Yeah. Because she mentioned, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she mentioned she she bounced around. Right. Exactly. This seems like one of the nicer ones. So. All right. And then we go to Emma in the present day. And one of the funny things is, is, come on, come on, Dad. What's the name of my brother? I'm, t- you know, is it okay if I still call him Hey there, or what are we going to name <laughs> hey him? Hey, you. <laughs> so, you know, and he brings up the fact, no, in our land, you know, we normally name a child and pronounce or announce his name at a coronation, something right. very important. Right. So, and especially with royalty, that's exactly how it works. And so she mentioned something about you're not going to do it in front of the clock tower like the Lion King, are you? You're gonna. Oh, I thought she said you're not going to climb to the top of the lo- clock tower like the Lion King, I'm, which I thought was yeah. hilarious because yeah. you know another nod to yet another Disney movie, which I thought was fantastic. Yes, and so we see Robin Hood and Regina mm-hmm. having a little dinner in front of the fire. Oh yeah, romantic, romantic Very dinner, romantic dinner, and. Clinking the little wine glasses mm-hmm. to the return of your heart. Oh yeah! And so we've been <laughs> kind of talking about that for for a while, of and uh, we have a little music there, just to kind of. There you go. <laughs> a little wine, a little dinner. <laughs> well, it and was, he he said, "How does it feel to have your heart back?" And she said, "Stronger than ever." Yeah. So you know. I'm thinking he's kind of going, woohoo, woohoo. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, is it was almost like a a picnic lunch there on the floor. Uh-huh. I, I have to take another look at it, but that's well, what it reminded me yeah, of. Yeah, it was, there was, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so they had their little, you know, kind of romantic mm-hmm. indoor dinner in front of the fire. Of course. And uh, so Robin mentioned that... When Marion died, he said he would walk through hell to, you know. He would have walked through hell to, to be with her again, yeah. Right. And I, you know, I remembered uh, season two, that fire room. Yeah. And I was just thinking maybe it was kind of a sly little, I don't know. I just, that's mm, what I thought Maybe. About. And we we had a lot of destiny in the last episode, Kansas. Right. And she mentioned that. Uh, Regina said, I was destined to be with this person based on what Tink had said. Right. With this tattoo. But I was too scared to approach you. And he goes, oh, it was me? Well, yes, it was you. Because then you almost wonder, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Is there anybody else out there with a lion tattoo? Well, and that was kind of part of my joke is like, wait a minute. You know, we all have, we all have one in the Merry Men. Let's you know, let's go try out all of them. So anyway, yeah, but, no, I'm pretty sure it's him. We all know yeah. it's him. So. I'm joking. I'm kidding. Everybody. Anyway, so but he said it just it, it's about timing. Yeah, and that kind of yeah because he could have kind of we, taken that as a oh you only love me because Tink told you you would right. kind of a thing. I mean I, that's where I thought he was he could have potentially gone with that, but I love the fact that he's just. Such a great guy that he was like, you know what? It's all about timing. Yeah. So poor uh, Gold, he and uh, he's had a lot of trouble of late, and so he's trying to seal this dagger, the real, yeah, dark one dagger, in this magical. I'm going to call it a cupboard, but you probably have a better armoire or well, what is it? Well, it's you can call it a cupboard, but I mean, yeah, it technically was a. Oh, I guess you could call it an armoire, but it yeah. was, yeah. <clears throat> I was right about some kind of really cool word. Okay, great. Armoire is typically for clothes, but anyway. Yeah. All right, so, but anyway, he was trying to seal it in there, and I was thinking, I hope he doesn't use blood magic, because that really doesn't work all that well. Well, it We've does. Seen, no, um, blood magic works. The only reason that... Um, but Zelina, with Zelina. Well, right. wait, wait, wait. Zelina can break through blood magic, because she and Regina share the yeah, same blood. Right. That's the only reason why. All right, and then I wrote to Belle and how to hide the fake dagger because she. <laughs> it's like there's fifty thousand daggers now. He's got one in this cupboard over here. The real and she's one. She's bringing in another one. It's like, oh, I can't hear. You know, take it. It's too powerful. I don't so, mind. yeah, too poor, much responsibility. You know, it it is interesting that gold, and especially in this episode, things start to really kind of unspool, and he can't. He he figures all. I'll say this is the real dagger, and then whew, I'm I'm all finished. 
I don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, mm-hmm. she's got to bring it back. Say, yeah, I really can't keep this. I know you were trying to, you know, propose to me and everything, give this. But you know what? I don't want it. No, no, no. I, I meant it. No, you need to keep it. No, you have it. You take it. You know, oh, my gosh. Right. Crazy dagger comedy. All right. So, Omo French, he's had a rough life, too, this well, guy. Well, he's had a rough run-in with Rumple. And they really call him on the carpet a lot of times, <laughs> too. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, anyway, but Mo French gave Rumbel mm-hmm. his blessing. Yes, he did. And she was talking about forgiveness and about, you know, she says, everyone knows you're a changed man. My father's forgiven you. I've forgiven you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of goes in, in, we were talking about choices in the last episode. And now it is the person that needs to change obviously makes new choices. But the other people that are around, that's another part of the equation, and she's hit it. It's forgiveness mm-hmm. of the people that are around them. Right. Because sometimes if people are known for something bad, it's hard for people around them to kind of believe that they're changing. Right. You know, even in this show, we've seen it. Oh, sure. It's like, oh, come on, you're a pirate. Oh, come on, you're an evil queen. Oh, come on, you're a whatever. Labels. But it's a, two, it's a two side of the coin, and so that's what... Uh, that's what she was mentioning tonight. Well, but, and I love the fact that he tried to distract her from the whole dagger talk by, let's talk about a much more pleasant yeah, subject, right, our wedding. Right. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, mm, awesome way to start off the marriage, dude, mm-hmm. with a big fat secret. Not. Yeah. What about on, yeah, what about high heels for the maid of honors? How's it, your, the, no. How's that? Get your oh. priorities straight, dude. Right. Anyway. So we had a royal baby shower at Granny's. Yes, we did. With booze. Well, now that isn't the, the baby's not drinking it. I know and neither that. Is snow. Everybody else was though. Well, uh, yeah. Hey, royal it's, baby shower. Did you see any kids besides Henry? No, but well, I mean, still okay. Then adult baby showers. You know, there's sometimes alcohol at them. Pin the tail on grumpy. You know, I oh, mean, okay. all kind of crazy. He games. was quite funny, actually. He, well, yeah, go he Lee. He was pretty funny. <laughs> he made me laugh. All right. And well, he mentioned, you know, if they could have had a monkey baby, if Emma had stuck with Walsh there. You no, know. I thought she, I thought he was talking about Aurora. If she had, that's if right, she'd stayed a right. monkey, monkey one baby. day longer, mm-hmm. she would have had a monkey baby. Can you yep. imagine changing the diapers on that? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Anyway. So like I said, there was a lot of really call, a lot of cool callbacks yeah. to season two. Sure. Team seven was there. Yes, they We've were. seen them now and then, but not. Not a whole lot. Granny was there. See? Marco was there. See, yes, Marco was there. And by the way, what did I say in our last episode? A lot of cool stuff. Specifically around this whole scenario here. Who did we see? Who was referred to? Aurora. Yes. So, and the dwarves, who yes. were, again, turned into monkeys, half okay, of them. right, right. Perfect. So, mm-hmm. again, when they had the whole blah, 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 at the dock, they didn't kill them. All right. So did they kill any of the monkeys or did they all just turn back into whoever they were? See, we still need to figure that out. Yeah. I'm just saying. So we'll I'll stay up all night long and I'll study the I'll study the background at Granny's. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. And I'll stop and study the next one I saw, which was Ruby. Yes. Ruby was there. I was she so She looked happy. amazing. At first I didn't recognize her because her hair looks a little different. I was yeah. like, Hey, wait a second. And I go, Wait, who's that? And I asked if that was Ruby, and you said yes, it was. And I was like, "Wow!" And if you Yay. look, and if you look at her lips when the camera's going by, she'll be mouthing words like, "You need to also watch Intelligence on CBS." Yeah, I know. You can watch her say that. No, she doesn't. She didn't. You know, she didn't say it, but she's just mouthing. No, she it. didn't even mouth right. it. Don't even believe you. All right. And the cat man was there. Cat man was there behind Henry. Yes. Yeah. Man, he's everywhere. Honey. He is everywhere. Okay, so, and I love the little callbacks to the the different things, and one in particular, and then there's, there's a couple of more, but uh, Charming was talking about the Black Knight from mm-hmm. the Evil Queen, yep. and also then Snow talked about the attack on the Troll Bridge, Yep, and those are just season one, you know? Yeah. It was just yeah. so nice to see pictures and the kind of... Get, remind, it was reminding well, us. It was like, you know, 
Yeah. Well, here's the so. thing. Remember how we mentioned, I think, even on the last episode of our show that we were talking about this episode is going to be called Snow Drifts. Yes. Which is Snow Falls. Right. It's a copy of Snow Falls. It's mm-hmm. a revisiting of Snow Falls. But in this case, it's Snow Drifts. That would have been a very big clue for us in that it's skewed. Right. Because the snow falls, but then there's Snow Drifts, which anyway. and. Yep. Double meaning of the word drift. So, mm-hmm. anyway. So, Catherine was uh, returning. She did. We wondered well, they mentioned her. They mentioned Catherine. They said she was also known as Princess Abigail. And they were saying that Charming was betrothed to her before Snow. And that's because she was standing there talking to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But And then I loved when they said, oh, he, she was King Midas's daughter. Uh-huh. And then Hook said, well, why in the world would you leave her? If that was the case, people got, and now look, I understand women got mad and, and so did snow. She goes, what? What are you saying? <laughs> but look, pirates love gold, everybody. Of course, pirates and go after you, gold. You, you're the daughter. He's always seeking treasure. Of a king no. that can turn everything into gold. Yeah, pretty much. That's a pretty good deal. You don't even have to be a pirate on land or sea to get gold. Just, exactly. You know, could we, could, could, could you talk to your father and bring some <laughs> Bring some gold. I don't know what. Right. Rocks. Something. All right. So then we started to talk about, then there was a line where Snow wanted to run away and live on a farm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was maybe. No, she did. She yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, remember? Mm-hmm. It's where she ran to where Ruby yeah. went to give her supplies and stuff. Ruby. Uh, yes, I know. Welcome back, Ruby. Anyway, I was thinking maybe it was a Dorothy mention, you know, leaving and going to a farm. No, I think I it was know, specific but, to yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that Snow did. That's where Charming went to go look for her, even though she had gone to live with the dwarves at that point in time. Yep. And and I just want to say this. There was no Zelina in this episode. Nope. Zero. Right. So. Well, no, no, no. The tape. Yeah, well, we'll get there. But yes, that's yeah. right. She wasn't around because they mm. all figured she's defeated and gone. Okay. Right? I, she Well, she's in the jail. That's yeah, at the, I, Up to this point, that's what they're thinking. I, I still... I think it, I think there's more to the story of her. I, I hope they kind of finish, but right. anyway. But anyway, the point is, is that that's when Hook opened his big mouth and said... His beautiful, luscious lips said... Um. Right. Talked about Emma basically running away. Yes. And so everyone, okay, Emma gave the book to Henry so he could get his memories back. And now Henry wants to give the book with all the stories to Emma to help her remember where she belongs. Correct, so. because she ran off right. frustrated yeah. because she's planning to go back to New York. And Henry's like, no, why would we do that? So that was a very difficult conversation. And then I love that Regina said, no, you're not going anywhere, are you, Miss Swan? Because you know what? There was no way Regina was going to let him be taken. She she said to him, I'm never letting you leave again. Mm-hmm. And she probably won't. Charming got himself in trouble more than Hook's comment about Charming leaving King Midas's daughter's hand in marriage. When Charming said, well, stubborn like her ma." <laughs> well, her whole family. Whole family. Man. Because, come bad. on, let's face it. Snow can be pretty headstrong. We well, all know that. It's not a bad thing. You just need to be when careful properly, what you say. Hey, when properly harnessed, headstrong is a good thing. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, but so. But when properly harnessed. So now, at some point, when I looked over and I saw that, you know, Gold said, oh, that light in the sky that looks like the top of the uh, what's that hotel in Vegas? Oh, the Luxor. Yeah, it's like instead of the Luxor in Storybrook, you know, gold looks over. Oh, it's uh, that's Zelina's time portal. It's open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That thanks for that. Did he know that that was going to happen? Oh, uh, maybe. When he went in and turned her into porcelain doll, mm-hmm. did he know that that was going to happen? I don't know. But Rumpel's magic makes your security tapes not work. Well, because right. he fixed it. Right. And then 
Now, here again, we're going to seem really old here. Right, but okay. Betamax. <laughs> Who out there that's listening to me rem- remembers Betamax? Dude, we never had a Betamax player. We, but I remember, I remember going to like video stores. That was the first one out. Exactly. My grandmother had one of the very first um, Betamax players yeah. ever, and she did it for work. Ironically. Anyway, but but what I was going to say is I remember going to the video store and them asking you, do you want that in VHS or beta? Right. And that was the thing was beta was the whole, that was the big deal. And then we had a slight war. It was HD D or I think it was HD D and Blu-ray. Oh, There was this war at the beginning of that. Yeah. And then Blu-ray won. Yeah, and a little the other bit. HD, whatever. Yeah, did not win. Yeah. So anyway, it was the same thing with Betamax. So it was kind of a funny yeah. little whatever. There's some really cool old technology that I remember using as a kid, and it's just long gone and totally antiquated compared to what we're using now. So anyway, so we set this up, and Gold says a trip to the past could have catastrophic repercussions. So that's really the thread of this episode. Is that, yes, time travel is, even though it's not supposed to be, it is possible now. Mm-hmm. But when you go, you have to leave things as they are. Right. And so we go back to that same lake area where uh, Emma and Henry talked and Regina and Henry talked. Mm-hmm. And so Emma's sitting on a cha- on a little bench. bench. Mm-hmm. And then Hook comes and starts talking to her. And they talk again about home. We talked about home on this podcast. And he said it was this home that you're talking about is built on fake memories. Right. Make your home here. And, you know, she's looking through the book and she says, I see fairy tales. Not me. And I was thinking, what would Jefferson say? She forgot all that stuff that Jefferson t- told her about stories. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that whole monologue about, you know, you think it's just stories, but it happened. Right. And that's why people write these things down. Right. There's a reality to it. Yeah. So, and then another little uh, theme that runs through this episode, I think Was it both Jefferson or was it August? It was Jefferson. Okay. Yep. That was a great monologue, too. You need to go back and watch... Uh, I need to rewatch the whole thing. Yeah. We were going to do that, and I just never did. So, yep. Uh, so they talk about running away, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Hook says, "So you're just going to keep on running, keep running away." And she says, "I'm going to keep running till I feel that I miss where I left, and then I know it's going to be home." Wow, that's really kind of a sad statement when mm-hmm. she says that she. She did basically. She's saying she never missed Storybrooke at all yeah. when she was in New York, right? Which of course she wouldn't have because she didn't remember it. But it's kind of funny. I guess maybe that's the whole point: is she would have if she had kept her memories. This is huge. Hook, Hook's hook was finally useful for yes, something like really important, like keeping him from falling into the portal. Yep. I mean, that was they. They really focused on. That. I mean, they. they, they Anyway, well, so and again, here's Emma who wants to go back to New York and she and Hook go investigate this big, shining, bright light portal thing. Mm-hmm. And he says, wait, do you have your magic back? And she's like, no, but we got to figure out a way to stop it. She's still playing the hero, which is what she's fighting against, like right. nobody's business. Yet she's still doing it because any sane, normal person without magic who didn't really want to do this, didn't really want to be there would have gone the opposite direction, wouldn't have even gone near the barn in the first place. So Emma is saying she wants to go back to New York. No, Emma doesn't really want to go back to New York. Right. And Regina said there's no more portals except when Regina causes one from magical whatever. Yeah. All right. So Hook, has Hook caught him from falling in initially. Yep. And then... He said, one of these days, I'm going to stop chasing this woman. And then he pulled out the hook and he fell in yeah, to the portal To as well. follow her in because she'd yes. already, unfortunately, fallen through. Yeah, because most of the portals situations, most of them, have split up a group, someone. She lost Neil that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bay was let go, yep. you know, earlier. So 
All right, so we go back in time. Well, yeah, and that was the whole thing is they end up in the Enchanted Forest. Right. And she's like, oh, my God, we're back in the Enchanted Forest. He goes, yeah, but it's not where, it's when. And then that's when she saw her mother's wanted poster on the... I mean, how crazy is that? Because, you know, it's one thing to read about it in a book. It's another thing to actually go see it for yourself. And I think that was the the most interesting and fun part in this whole episode for me was watching Emma live the actual mm. story that she'd been reading. Yep. She, she's no longer reading a story anymore. She's living it now. Even though she's kind of a, uh, you know, a person on the side. It's kind of like what I kept saying about, um, uh, it's back to the future, so to speak, right. as well as, you know, Christmas Carol in, in a sense. Yeah. But anyway, she, um, she saw the poster and that's when she knew what was going on. And that was what I thought was real interesting. Well, and there's plenty of stories and plenty of great books, Mm -hmm. religious and non-religious, where you read the story and it it means something to some person and it's kind of not important to somebody else. But if you actually lived in that era, you lived through that story, it would be far more powerful. And that's why we... That's why we redo stories. That's why we reinterpret stories that were written at a time, Shakespearean time maybe or something. Mm -hmm. And then we reinterpret those stories for today's audience so that we can have something that relates to people today. But, I mean, what you're saying is absolutely true is it's one thing to read it, Mm -hmm. but it's another thing to actually think or live in it or feel like you're a part of it. So, well, it's anyway. kind of like, I mean, if you think about it and, and this is, this ties in very nicely is, you know, your parents tell you stories of what things were like when they were kids Yep. yep. and you can't really relate to it because you weren't there. You know, some of the things might be similar, but each generation has their own things. So like when you and I talk about things that we grew up with, the, the generation of kids now that they kind of go, yeah, that's a nice story, but I have no idea what you're really talking about. You know, Betamax, VHS. Some of the listeners are young enough that they're not going to understand or know what that is. And it's going to be a nice, fantastical little story for them, but it's our reality. Right. <coughs> well, and I, I do love Hook's little comment about we at least we weren't sent to smack dab in the belly of the whale. Yeah, or the ogre so, wars. Yeah, in the or the ogre wars, right? And uh, so there's a couple little nods to Pinocchio. We've seen sure. Marco and and so well, anyhow. and the ogre wars, which is yeah. you know way back. So and instead of kind of just inferring it. She actually said, you know, what is this, Back to the Future? What am I, Marty McFly? And, he, and Hook goes, who? <laughs> no, See, Lightning, DeLorean? No, never mind. Yeah, so. pretty much. He's like, wait, is he a wizard? You know? <laughs> right. I think that's hilarious because it is, again, Back to the Future. It's a very nice nod to Back to the Future. It's ri- it's it's also using a word... It's probably been used about Rumpelstiltskin before, but we still don't have a clear link between who made Red's cloak of red because Granny said it was a wizard that mm-hmm. made that. Mm-hmm. She got it from a wizard. Right. Which, was it Rumpelstiltskin? Right. We don't so, We don't know. Yeah. All right. So, and we did see the wooden Pinocchio. Yes, we did. Before the little blue boy. fairy change. Yep. Little boy. All right. And so again we we heard don't change past events. Things must happen the are the present events when you go back in time. Leave it the way it is. And I I just I just got to ask this one question. Can Emma go to any Ren fair I go to? Can she please? Can you imagine a once upon a time Ren fair? Oh. Holy smoke. Yeah, that'd be awesome. My Goodness gracious. Anyway. That'd be fantastic. Ren Fairs. That's Adam and Eddie, are you listening? Mm. Oh, that was fun. Yep. All right. So and also tonight we see a body double for snow. There's snow's chopping double. There's snow's jumping down double. There's snow's standing in the tree double. Yeah. So a lot of well, work yeah, for because, the double. Tonight. Yeah, well, because of Ginny being yes. with child. 
we saw close up of Ginny's beautiful mm-hmm. face, but mm-hmm. obviously, right. you know, for the stunts and different things, we right. had to right. get a body double. And there's a deer I saw. Yes. And I just wondered, was that kind of a digital nod to the earlier deer that was in the Huntsman episode? Maybe. Remember that? Because the Huntsman would have been around in this time. Yep. All right. Uh, So, and I I totally agree with what you said. Emma's watching history instead of reading about it. So, there you go. And so, Charming said, well, it's so gold, the, (laughs) the palace. Yeah. She's like, uh, pretty much, yeah, you're going to eventually just not even notice it anymore. Blackbeard got another check. Blackbeard got another check from the production company. He did. They, they turned back the clock and they brought back Blackbeard. See? So. All right. This whole snow thing talking to Blackbeard reminded me a lot of the cantina scene in Star Wars. When Luke and Obi-Wan were trying to get... Uh, passage to Alderaan. Yeah, but can we go back to the whole snow in the forest and the fact that she fell out of the tree? Snow, yeah, yeah. snow fell because right. she saw Emma or heard the heard the crack, rustling, yeah. and and I'm pretty sure she looked right at her. That was mm-hmm. what I got. That's what I saw. She looked right at Emma and Hook. Yeah, I don't know if she saw Hook, but she for sure saw Emma. Is what I gathered. So that being the case, what? the repercussion that's going to have yep in the future so the fact that this is the first thing that came into my head when this whole thing happened when snow and charming did not meet my first thought was what's happening to the people right now that are still in storybrook Hmm. what is going on with them okay is anything happening with them Hmm. because if if and as we see later it's kind of changing the future the future is uncertain what's going on in the future right What's going on in the present, I should say, in Storybrooke. Yep. That would have been inter- – that would be a real interesting to see what, what, what actually happens with that. Anyway, so the cantina scene, yeah, having the whole – Well, when Blackbeard said, I'm, I'm going to turn a blind eye uh, to your – your situation, but that's going to cost you double. Yeah. And that's exactly what uh, Han Solo said. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take you there. Oh, and you know you don't want any imperial entanglements. Oh, okay, well that's going to cost you double or more. Okay, so. nice. All right, so you know, and again, they they use this force choking and force pushing all the time. So I'll just toss that out there. Yeah. Anyway, so Emma said, or uh, Emma was asked, "Are you some kind of a witch?" Well, at this point in time, had they. Stolen the clothes and that oh yeah and they had because you talked about the run fair so she they've they're in their you know fairy tale land clothes and then they start talking about the fact that they need to see Rumple yes and then he appears and then when she starts talking about things that nobody knows mm-hmm. that's when he starts going wait a-. and it's funny because it didn't freak him out he's like what are you some sort of witch. <laughs> Or sorceress, or whatever he called her. I think she's now, a wedge. I, I I wrote this down, so I'm just still wondering about that Oz prophecy about the witches and the switching oh. out of the evil and all that. So, yeah, maybe that's still hanging out there. That's still out there. All right. So, Rumple said, "You've changed things." When they fessed up that okay, Snow and Charming did not meet. Yep. So we're in trouble. We need your help. And so he said, you've changed things. What have you done? And then, you know, of course, back to the future, faux show. Anyway, so I wrote that. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Bell, uh, Emma acts just like everyone uh, treated Henry, but it's Emma now. So it's switched around. So in other words... Emma has all the information and right. and is able to kind of tell what's going on and say what's really happening and they don't believe her because she sounds crazy. And she, she has does. to be kind of careful cuz she started calling she almost called Gold Gold <laughs> she did. anyway. So, yeah. She kept almost calling him Mr. Gold. Right. So, yeah. And so that's the same thing when they were dealing with Henry. 
they had to really kind of watch what they said. Okay, so I wrote, aha, when you change things that affect the future, it erases what was on the pages of the book for the future. Correct. So we were right Yes, we were. And once in a while we're right. Mm -hmm. So Rumpel's called that the ripple effect. Yep. And the future is a blank page. So when we tie that together with the last episode, the future is what you make it. You can choose evil. You can choose good. So right. mm-hmm. that, anyway, that kind of connects back with that. Right. And it does, I mean, it's it's exactly ties in very nicely with Back to the Future as well. Because when Marty changed his mm-hmm. parents' meeting, it potentially erased him and his brother and sister from the photo. Now, I was joking, you know, when Rumpel said, hey, there actually is a ball tonight. And I said, the enchantment under the sea ball. But actually, <laughs> the the Ursula episode in yeah. this season, it was called the enchantment under the sea ball, I believe. Uh, I can't anyway. recall. I can't recall. So I have, go, I have to go back and look at that. All right. So the interesting thing is when Emma and... Emma said, well, we don't even know where snow is. And then Rumpel used the crystal ball, which we've seen used before. And I think Neil used it before. Mm. When they broke into his castle and they found that room or whatever. The cupboard, the vault, the hidden yeah, vault. Yeah, right. Yeah, I want to say he did actually use it. But um, Rumpel used it before to show Charming where snow was, if I'm not mistaken. Or he used it to show somebody something. Okay. I just know it's been used before, and I thought maybe anyway. Wow. It's been so, a while since we've seen season one, and I'm pretty sure season one it was used, but anyway. Two. Because, I mean, that's when Neil broke into the thing. No, but. I know, but I'm saying Rumpel. I thought he used it a long time ago, but anyway. All right. So he, Rumpel, told Emma, you have to go undo what you've done. It was so funny how is like all concerned about, no, I have to fix this portal thing. You need to fix the rest of it. And they're like coming to him for help. Yeah. Like, we need your help to do and this. And it's funny because in all honesty, he he's not phased by any of this, which right. is, again, when you're the dark one and you have untold power and you have the ability to see the future, you pretty much don't question it, even a little bit. Okay, so... So my Ren Fair, Ren Fair Emma, this was wondrous, mm-hmm. but the bar wench Emma was even better. <laughs> I love that. And she had two hooks. She had the past <laughs> hook know. and the future hook. I or the know. present hook and the past hook. Which was awesome. Oh, my gosh. And I love the fact that he kind of kept referring to himself yeah. as him. Like, he, he didn't want to say... I, because it, it is kind of mm-hmm. freaky when you go back and watch yourself. I'm sure it would be really weird to go watch myself, you know, go back in the past and watch myself. That'd be kind of creepy and weird. She had a full dance card with yeah, the same guy. She did. And, you know, she's playing around, you know, adjusting her clothes. Oh, yeah. And he was saying, hey, 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 what are you, what, whoa, whoa, what are you, what are you doing there? It's like, no, I'm, <laughs> Which, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm his type. So let me just gussy it up here. I'll keep yeah, him busy. Trust me, I'll you keep go busy. to the boat. You do whatever you need to do. I'm yeah. I got it handled here. Yeah, you know, which was kind so. of funny because I mean, think about it. Here's Hook who was looking for the wenches before, wanted them big time, had a lot of fun with them in the past, and now present Hook is like, hey, 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 whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I know I know what that guy's like. I know what he's going to want to do. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. Yeah, let's tie let's is, tie this up higher and let's you yeah, know let's, fix you know, this. Let's what go, are you doing? Let's cover you up a little bit. Right, and, right. But I think it's funny because he wasn't even giving himself a shot with her. Mm-hmm. He could have totally been like, "You know what? Yeah, I won't remember this necessarily, but yeah, go for it." You know, I mean, mm-hmm. He, I thought it was very sweet and very respectful of him to, you know, say, "Hey, wait, 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 wait. I don't. I know what that guy's like. That's no, no, big time, no." I guess Adam and Eddie love tweets of an emotional nature, because from what I remember, there was there are like really finite set rules about time travel, you know, and uh, seeing your past self. 
I don't know. But again, I don't know. But again, he, he'll chalk it up to the rum. Yeah, I know, but I just... Haven't you ever had really odd, like, I think I told you, I had a really strange dream last night. Very realistic. Uh-oh. No, no, no. It was okay. it was about meeting an actor. That's all it was. And it was just a... It was just a chance meeting somewhere, and I just said, oh, I really love your character. I thought you were really good, blah, blah, blah. And that was it. Literally, it was that. It was just this chance meeting. But it seemed so realistic as if it could have happened or could happen in the future. It was one of those really weird things, like eventually you know, bumping into this person somewhere and having conversation. And that's literally it. So you kind of know that on in some cases hook is gonna you know the past hook is gonna if he remembers it at all is gonna chalk it up to drunken dream right but i, he I didn't really see his face he hit him so hard so quickly I oh no no well classic. we're we're well, almost there but anyway the present hook was jealous of the past hook with emma and i thought that was kind of it funny. was very funny and very funny the that little vermin joke with Smee was kind of funny because you'll understand cute. someday. Just yeah. leave the vermin alone. Don't don't. Yeah, do that. it was really cute. It was really funny. But yeah, you know, Emma was usually putting the kibosh on Hook's little, you know, shenanigans, shenanigans, and with the way he was talking. But she really, she was talking him back, boy. Think about it though. He's changed so much mm-hmm. from you know climbing the beanstalk with her, right? To now, yeah, he's not. You know, he's very respectful and very much in love. Whereas back then, it was there was still that naughty, naughty part of Hook that was, you know, flirty, naughty, inappropriate, right? And now he's totally not. He's not making cracks like he was before. He's he's mellowed out quite a bit. I love it. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I love that we're just two ships passing in the night, and then she leans over closely. I hope it's like wow. <laughs> Okay, Emma. And I, I wrote down, Emma is playing the hook card. I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm thinking then. to myself, you go with that hook. I'll go with present hook, and we'll go take care of things. Right. So hook and the nightcap trick. Yep. All right, then. And then um, the hook telling Snow what to do to keep the future happening. It was just very... We've seen this before. It was very Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I was trying to not think in my mind. We've seen this before. You know, we want something different and new. There was a little bit of newness to it when Hook was in the shadows, mm-hmm. kind of telling Snow what to do to keep her on the path to meet Charming and all that. So there was a little bit of, you know, that. Well, I love the fact that he he was smart enough to realize that he needed to keep himself in the shadows right. so that it wouldn't freak her out in the future. Mm-hmm. So he, the past hook figured he could grab Emma and carry her on board. <laughs> and then he said, I've carried rum barrels heavier than you. I don't even know if that was such a good thing to say. But then he said, behold, the Raleigh Jodger. This poor guy. He's been been drinking a little. He's a little tipsy. All right. So Smee was way ahead of both hooks. Yeah, he, he was, was figuring it all out. Wait a minute. How come well, he wasn't figuring it out? He's how come like your coat keeps changing? Yeah. I thought you What's were down vest? underneath over there. The vest. Yeah. Past hook was wearing a red mm-hmm. vest, which is what we've seen him in before. And then this hook is wearing the black one. I was I was fine until the present hook slugged the past hook. Then I was like, "Oh boy, this is no." You know really what? I think weird. it's fantastic. It made me okay. laugh. I thought it was hilarious yeah. that he had to deck himself. Rump- Won't be the it wouldn't have been the first time he's been decked like that. I'm sure, and yeah. probably wouldn't be the last one either. Yeah, and if he was anything like Jack Sparrow, he said, "Well, I probably deserve that one." Exactly. So. See? So, okay. So, Rumpelstiltskin reminded, rem, reminded me of Regina because Regina in the last episode said, basically, I make my own destiny. Mm-hmm. So, Rumpelstiltskin in this episode said, I never leave anything to chance, which right. is basically saying the same thing. Right. And so, I loved his little, again, another aside to season one. He said, I acquired a powerful wand. It really doesn't matter how. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I said, from the fairy godmother, yeah. I would imagine. Cinderella's fairy godmother, I'm quite certain. And this Actually, no. You know what? At that point, he hadn't. He hadn't because he acquired that after Snow and Charming were together. Okay. So he, because Cinderella got married after. Oh boy, I I don't know. If, <clears throat> I, I think there's a little flexibility. I think there's a little flexibility in this timeline. Yeah, here. but anyway, so. my my point is, that I don't. I mean, I would have thought that that's where he would have gotten it from. But again, I maybe he was referring to the dagger as being yeah. the wand. Yeah, that's saying. why. That's why I didn't get on that uh, timeline chain. Yeah, you, I know. You, you I'm know, just saying, based on what no. I'm understanding. It hasn't, no, it, he, he hasn't encountered the fairy godmother yet. So this powerful wand yes. can recreate any magic that has been wielded. Yes. And I wonder if it can be used again, if like that's in Adam and Eddie's bag of tricks, mm-hmm. like for some other purpose down the sure. line. Sure, So the So we did the old Princes for a Day makeover. Rumpelstiltskin loves to give people new clothes. Yes, he does. He loves that. Yeah. And then we have the... He's very stylish, too, by the way. So Emma had her little corset comment about the Ren Faire outfit. And then she had another comment about, oh, my gosh, you know, but, you know, Hook said, no, you... Yeah. You cut a beautiful figure in this dress. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She looked amazing. So then... He cloaked their faces because that's one thing that Emma was worried about is, well, wait a minute. We're kind of out in the open here and people are going to notice us. So he cloaked their faces. Yeah. I took a look. They didn't look like anyone I've seen before. Nope. So they probably just yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so Prince Charles and Princess Leia. I was waiting for her to say Princess Diana, and when I and when she yeah. didn't, I was like, "Going if she had, that would have been pretty ding dang funny." But then it was even funnier that she came up with Leia. <laughs> well, again, another another franchise nod. Yes, very much. Well, hi, they are huge right. Star Wars fans, so yeah, that was pretty funny. And JJ friends, so yeah, that was pretty darn funny that they chose that. So. So Carrie Fisher, you are now a fairy tale princess. See, and that's and that's twice now. Yep. Because Disney already dubbed you one, and now you're one in Once Upon a Time. Yep. All right. So, and it was funny how Hook told Emma just to blend in, and then we have all <laughs> this really intricate dancing, and all, who knew Hook could waltz? Oh yeah. After all that smack talk about one handed, one hand Hook, that blah blah blah, he can waltz. Yes, he can. So he's good at it. Did that chandelier look like Beauty and the Beast in the in the main uh, ballroom there? Gosh, I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention to the it chandelier. It was gold. Frankly. I just said, nah. oh well, maybe, right. maybe, maybe, no, no, no. You know why? It's a gift from Midas. Yeah. So mm, could be. Yeah. All right. So Snow scaled the wall like Team Seven did, and Batman. Yes, way. yes. And Robin. At Batman and Robin from the 60s yeah, uh, right. series, the 60s sitcom, or well, what do you want to call it? Show. And Abigail was just Abigailish. Oh, very she much just so. was. Yes, she was. My hero when he has to go oh, get her, yeah. shoe, her comfortable shoes. I know, I know. Wow. I love Snow's rummaging around. She goes, Where is that ring? And I was just, and I wrote, Insert Frodo joke here. <laughs> Right? I didn't even go there, but yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. So the evil queen arrives at the ball. According to Hook, she was invited. Yep. But the evil queen brings friends. Of course she does. So the mob of the, you know, uh, fairy tale land forest, she brings them in. Yep. And then all of a sudden, we got problems because Emma's wondering where Charming was. And then Snow finds the ring. She says, my ticket to freedom. Yep. And then Charming catches her. Yep. Stop thief, knocks her down. And we get the old, you're a girl. Woman. And she says, woman. But remember in season one, it was near the stream there and all that. Yes. So Snow White, the bandit. Yep. I was thinking, you know. Maybe Robin Hood, I think maybe they knew each other. I don't know. Maybe he taught her some banditry. Maybe. Maybe that's how she (laughs) got caught with banditry. Yes. Anyway, 
so in uh, charming yells out the window, wherever you are, I will find you. And so I obviously. Well, Abigail, Snow White, Snow White. Yeah. It's Snow White. Yeah. She's freaking out. And I'm like, wait, shut up. I don't know why, why charming, you know, but I do know why he didn't know her at that point. Though. Right. So Emma has got to get that ring to snow. Well, the whole... She saved snow from being shot. Right. From this. this uh, Archer. Archer person. Well, the whole thing of the, you know, fighting on the, the wall there. Right. That was kind of like the whole battle thing. And I love that hook is like, I got this. And so <laughs> yeah. go, go do whatever. And then of course, Emma running down through the middle of the whole thing. When, when she knocked the guy you know, decked him or whatever that it he pretty much, she didn't kill him. So he's going to come too, and he's going to come after her. Mm-hmm. So she didn't think that through very well, Yeah, but that's okay. Cause now she's been captured by the queen. And then in the end, that's queen captures her and says, take her away. Yep. And that ends snow drifts. Yep. So we're going to stop right here and we're going to wrap this first thoughts up yep. and I want to thank you for listening. I want to send big love out to everybody. This has been, uh, you know, we're not done yet. We have one more episode to talk about. But anyway, thanks so much for listening, however you found us. And we really appreciate it. And just stay tuned (laughs) because soon you're going to get another First Thoughts for There's No Place Like Home. All right. All right. So until then, uh, we will talk at you soon. Oh, just w- really quick. If you send feedback for Snow Drifts or the next episode, please put in the subject line of the email which episode you're sending it in for. Pretty please. If you put them all together, that's fine. But if you do separately, then I can kind of tell which one because we're going to do separate main shows for both episodes. Yep. So until then, uh, we will talk at you soon. See you guys. Well, mates, thank you for joining us for the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This be a Roni's own media production. We want to hear from you. Our website be onceuponatimepodcast.com. Our email be feedback at onceuponatimepodcast.com. Our voicemail line be 657-333-0626. So let us know what you thought of tonight's episode. And keep a ruddy eye for our main show coming in a few days. So tell other oncers that this be the place to be. Until we sail again, big love to you all, and we'll see you later. With the good eye, of course.